Everyone has that one goal, that thing they want to prove, not to other people, but to themselves. Then right when you think you could actually do it, cancer. And that goal is still within reach. I would know. I'm about to run my first ever marathon with my two best friends. Three years after having cancer. At least we look good in these shorts. Woo! Let's get it, guys. You, keep making plans. Visit ohiohealth.com slash keep making plans to learn more. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3,484. So a while back we were talking about the story of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and you know that seemed to go pretty well I thought and it seemed like your reactions to it were very cool so thank you very much for that. So I thought hey let's do it again and let's do it with another one of the Star Wars stories that we haven't covered video game wise yet and so today we're going to start a series talking about the story of Star Wars Squadron. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Boyveld and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So today we're going to start a series talking about the story mode of Star Wars Squadrons. This is a video game that was released a couple of years ago and it was kind of a small video game comparatively. Like not nearly as big and sprawling as Jedi Fallen Order or its sequel Jedi Survivor. It was you know just kind of a limited story campaign kind of situation and actually the price point as I recall for it kind of reflected that. It was only like a $20 video game, whereas, you know, it's like 60, 70 bucks for Survivor and Fallen Order and whatnot, and they didn't have a lot of downloadable content for it or anything like that. It was just kind of, you know, one big standalone idea, and as the name might suggest, it was based on starfighting. So it was, instead of being like a first-person shooter slash lightsaber waving kind of thing, it was definitely all about flying and starfighter combat. There was supposed to be some sort of online multiplayer component to it as well at some point, I think, but I guess it just never took off or worked out somehow. But there was a you know, pretty cool story mode that is worth talking about, and we're going to discuss it here on the podcast in the next few episodes. So we're going to start off with the prologue mission and what happens on that. It takes place not long after the events of A New Hope, and we find out that Darth Vader is just <laughs> entirely mad about Alderaan. We've kind of known this to some degree from other storytelling sources, in particular way back, like many, many years ago, near the beginnings of the reboot of the canon, the Princess Leia miniseries of comics from Marvel. There's stuff in there about like eliminating the last of the Alderanians and the Alderanians trying to find a new home. Well, in Star Wars Squadrons, it begins with a monologue from Darth Vader where he's basically talking about how he wants everybody from Alderaan killed. Like, they've just destroyed the planet, but there are survivors, there are refugees, and he wants them to be all ended as well. So then you get kicked into missions, and it's really kind of interesting how they do it, because at least with this prologue thing, you start playing as a an Imperial pilot, and then you start playing later on in this prologue as a rebel pilot. 
What's also cool is that we are introduced to Ray Sloan in something resembling animated media, if you will, for the first time. Ray Sloan was an invention of John Jackson Miller's in the very first novel in the newly rebooted canon, A New Dawn. She's shown up in other novels and other comic book storytelling. She hasn't shown up in animation or live action yet, but she did show up in this video game, so at least in motion capture, something, I guess, sort of resembling animation, it feels like you know another step forward for the character which is really cool. So Ray Sloan is a Commodore of the Imperial Star Destroyer Vigilance and she has a mission for this guy Captain Lyndon Javes. There's apparently a report of a convoy of Alderanian survivors and they're heading to this place called Fostar Haven which is a very isolated trading post within a certain sector of the galaxy. That sector has not yet been defined in canon yet but the mission for Javes is that he's supposed to go with Helix Squadron and hunt them down, find out whether there is actually a bunch of, you know, Alderanians, where there are a bunch of Alderanians on this convoy, and if they are, he's supposed to kill them all. But Javes privately is not cool with this and has not signed up for killing innocent refugees, although, you know, he has a conversation with his lieutenant, um, who's probably his executive officer in the flight group, I would imagine, and she said, you know, after this, you know, other uprising that happened, you taught me not to pay attention to propaganda and to just, you know, treat these people as the terrorists that they are. And incidentally, it's an event called an, the Iskalon Uprising, but also first ever mentioned and hasn't been fleshed out in other storytelling. There are little bits of things like that that happen where it's like, this is all brand new stuff. Fostar Haven, this trading post is a brand new invention and hasn't been picked up on, although you know, Wikipedia, or Wikipedia says that it was indirectly mentioned in a short story in the From a Certain Point of View collection for The Empire Strikes Back. But yeah, a lot of this is kind of brand new stuff. So in the game, you fly, with Helix Squadron to Foster Haven, you have to scan ships, you do these, you know, video game activities. The station master gets really mad about the Empire being there saying you're messing with our legitimate business and starts opening fire with the station's turrets on the imps and that just seems like a bad idea in general, but you know, people make bad decisions, what are you gonna do? So the imps start blasting turrets and that's your job too and then the you know, convoy gets found and a bunch of X-Wings show up that are trying to protect the convoy and so you start shooting down X-Wings as this particular player and you wind up flying through a tunnel that looks very much like kind of the interior of the Death Star for example and then you hear Lyndon Javes apologize to his lieutenant and say yeah I didn't sign up for killing refugees and if this makes me a rebel then so be it and he shoots ion missiles at all the ties and so knocks all the ties out and then starts to communicate with the convoy of Alderanians and says, yeah, you got to get out of here. Here, I'll help you. And they're like, you're an imp. And, you know, they work all that stuff out. And then as they're fleeing, reinforcements from the Empire show up. They are saying, hey, you know, we've got just family people on here. And the ship is called the Hope of Aldera, for what it's worth. Another newly announced thing. But the word Aldera is not new. It's actually the name of the capital city of Alderaan. So now it lives on as the name of this ship filled with refugees from Alderaan. Anyway, so they send out a distress signal and then we switch over and become part of a rebel alliance. So there is a fleet that is hanging out somewhere in the mid-rim and you become part of Echo Squadron, which is attached to this particular flight group. The 
group is actually headed by Admiral Akbar, so he's a part of this thing, but they don't mention Home 1 necessarily, at least they haven't yet in the story. And once they're able to figure out what the garbled distress signal ultimately says, they're like, yeah, we're gonna go help. So they send multiple groups of reinforcements, so you start flying in with Echo Squadron, and then later on other you know, bigger ships are gonna come in and help. The point of the prologue ultimately turns out to be that you as a part of Echo Squadron help the convoy of refugees escape and you also destroy the targeting systems on the Vigilance so they can't follow you and then you also get Lyndon Javes to officially defect to the Rebel Alliance. And so that's basically what happens in the prologue of the story and then the story for the main rest of the game jumps ahead four years and we will talk about that and what happens next in the next episode of the podcast here. Which means, of course, that that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, I hope you will consider sharing it with other Star Wars fans you know, whether in real life or on social media. I hope you'll also consider leaving a rating or review of the podcast on your favorite app. And also, I hope you'll consider, if your app says subscribe or follow or whatever it says, I hope you consider joining our little band of rebels and <laughs> help get the word out about this podcast. Because the more people... That that join in the fun, then the easier it is to keep doing this as we approach the 10-year anniversary of the podcast later this year. And so it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.